Welcome back, Little Joe's Conservative Corner. I think America's like a sleeping giant, and I think it's beginning to wake up, and I want to help with the awakening so that it survives. All creepily got your friggin' nose all up in everybody's hair. Now, I personally don't like him. I think the guy's a complete moron. Now's the time to stand up for yourself and stand up for what you believe in. You don't go from a bartender to a congresswoman. It's just so dumb. <laughs> to the public and, and we have legislators who are going to help us with this um, a new piece of legislation for the upcoming legislative session called stop wrongs against our kids and employees act the stop woke act and it's something that and this will do a number of things that are very important one it will put into statute uh, the Department of Education's prohibition on CRT in K through 12 schools. No taxpayer dollars should be used to teach our kids to hate our country or to hate each other. My governor, Ron DeSantis, trying to ensure that not only um, in school, but in workplaces as well, that this CRT crap is kept out of the state of Florida. Once again, he is introducing the Stop Wrongs to Our Kids and Employees Act. Now, Ron DeSantis is tough. You know, and I, yeah, he would be good for the country as a president. I'm going to be a little selfish and I'd like to keep him here in Florida longer. I like that he is proposing this Stop Woke Act. After the first of the year, when the legislature returns, they'll vote on it. That way, it'll only strengthen what he already has in place. He did some. He did put in some provisions that were already voted on that are in place, but he's just trying to strengthen it so there's no tomfoolery going on. You have a lot of teachers that are for all of this CRT nonsense and a lot of companies here in Florida that are for it that are going to try to do whatever they can to sneak it in there. So he's just going to make it a lot more difficult for them, and they will face stiffer penalties if they violate it. Under the proposed legislation, CRT training would be considered an unlawful employment practice, making it clear that corporations and public sector employees violate the Florida Civil Rights Act when they subject their employees to training that espouses race or sex stereotyping or scapegoating, including critical race theory. The measure would also solidify the Florida's Board of Education's previous actions, making them law to guard students against indoctrination curriculums. I personally think CRT is complete nonsense. When you have a group of people that come out and tell you that a infant is racist, a white infant is racist as early as three months old, you people are not stable and you should not be taken seriously. I have never seen a racist child. I have not. I've never seen it. Kids don't care about your color. They don't care about your gender. Kids want to play. They want to have fun. They don't care who's there. They're just trying to enjoy their life and be happy and play with the other kids because they see other little people and they're like, oh man, look, it's another little person like me. I want to go play with them. That's it. 
So that is just a load of crap. And anybody who's a parent knows that's a load of crap because your kids don't see color. They're trying to make them see color, but they don't see color. Another thing I'd like to point out, Ron DeSantis says he that people's tax money should not be used to fund CRT. In the state of Florida, if you look at the taxes for your home, you pay for education every single year in your taxes, in your home taxes. Doesn't it make sense that you should have some say in what is taught in school? I think so. Because people that don't even have children are paying taxes for education. It's just part of the deal. So we should have say in what our kids are and are not learning in school. And when somebody is teaching your children something that is damaging, not only to them, but ultimately to society, because they're teaching them to be Marxists. They all love Karl Marx. They love his idea of socialism. And the first thing you have to do is get people to turn on their own country. And if you start from kindergarten, these kids don't know any different. By the time they're graduating high school, they are full-blown Marxists, ready to take the government down, ready to burn the system to the ground, and they're looking for this promised socialist utopia that doesn't exist. With that being said, going back to it, you absolutely have the right to voice your opinion. You get a seat at the table because you are paying for these people. You are paying for their facilities. You are paying for their salaries. You are paying for it through your taxes. So you absolutely have the right to voice your opinion. Now, I know that's unpopular. And lately, the left has been trying to stop people from going to school board meetings. And they're not interested in what you have to say because they just want to push their agenda. The system is flawed if we are not allowed to say anything. If you don't pay your taxes, let's say you decide to say, hey, you know what? I'm not paying for these educators anymore. I'm not doing it. I'm not going to pay that portion of my home taxes. They will take your home. You are forced to pay those taxes or lose your biggest investment in life. So, Without a shadow of a doubt, when I tell you, since you're being forced to pay it, otherwise the consequences are lose the roof over your head to the government and Uncle Sam will be happy to take it from you and go and resell it and make the money on it, you absolutely have a seat at the table. You have the right to be there, you have the right to say, and you also have the right to know what they're teaching your kids, and if they're teaching your kids something that is damaging to them, then you have the right to say, no, you can't teach them that, cut that out of the curriculum, and let's get back to teaching these kids what they need to learn. You know, I think Ron DeSantis is the example of what all governors should be doing right now. The man's a beast. And I'm thrilled that he's my governor. It makes me feel that the future has a good outlook, especially for the children. Now, me personally, I'm still not putting my kids in school. I would rather homeschool my kids because I just know that there's teachers out there that are going to push the agenda because they are believers in it. Regardless of how secure DeSantis makes it or any state makes it, you're always going to have these few that are going to push their agenda one way or the other. And I'm not going to you know, subject my kids to that. So I'd rather them be here. They learn good through us. We have our own program and we're good to go. 
If you don't trust your school, if you're in a blue state, definitely pull your kids out of school. If you can, pull them out of school. If you got to make a sacrifice, believe me, it's worth it. It's your children. Make the sacrifice. Mom, stay home. Teach the kids. Dad, pull an extra shift or two like you got to and, you know, make it happen. It's it's important. These kids need to love this country so that it survives. All right, on to my next subject. Shifty shift. Oh, yes. Mr. Liar himself. You know, during the entire Trump-Russia collusion nonsense that Shift was in charge of, he was caught lying and embellishing multiple times throughout that entire, God, what was it, two years? Nonsense that he was doing, a year and a half, two years, whatever it was. And apparently he's at it again. He's on that January 6th attack committee And on Wednesday, they found out that he did doctor some text messages. Uh, One of the messages which Schiff attributed to a Republican lawmaker was doctored to read, on January 6, 2021, Vice President Mike Pence, as President of the Senate, should call out all electoral votes that he believes are unconstitutional as no electoral votes at all, and ends it there. That is not the original message. Uh, The original message came from former Department of Defense Inspector General Joseph Schmitz, who had drafted and summarized legal arguments that Representative Jim Jordan forwarded to Meadows and Schiff left out the full exchange, which read, On January 6, 2021, Vice President Mike Pence, as President of the Senate, should call out all the electoral votes that he believes are unconstitutional as no electoral votes at all. In accordance with the guidance from founding father Alexander Hamilton and judicial precedents, no legislative act, wrote Alexander Hamilton in the Federalist Number 78, contrary to the Constitution, can be valid. The court in Hubbard v. Lowe reinforced this truth. That an unconstitutional statute is not a law at all, it is a proposition no longer open to discussion. Following this rationale, an unconstitutionally appointed elector, like an unconstitutionally enacted statute, is no elector at all. So from what I first read you, Shift omitted everything else after uh, no electoral votes at all. Now, Schiff didn't disclose to the rest of the uh, committee that he was doing that. I guess he acted alone in doctoring up what he felt was probably going to make it look worse uh, for Trump than it actually was. Uh, What was nice is on Monday, they did come out and issue an apology for the error uh, explaining that you know, there was some doctoring going on, but you know they're not going to tell you that they did so, so much. They want to make it look as good for them, and like they just made a little blip, a little mistake. Yeah, you left out two paragraphs of a mistake. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's so dumb, um, but it was nice to see that issued. I don't know how Shift is in Congress. Uh, this guy repeatedly lies. I mean, over and over. He hates Trump. He will lie, say, and do anything to take that man down. He absolutely should not be in Congress. Period. The end. Shifty Shift needs to take his big bug-eyed self and go back to wherever it is he's from, whatever rock he crawled out from under, and stay there for the rest of his natural life 
and stay far, far away from anything political because he literally is just a lying tool for the left that's willing to do anything for the cause and does not care about truth or anything. All right, now, the best article that I have for today is from the conservative brief. There, Joe Concha seems to think that the Democrats' best hope for 2024, because you know it's not Joe. There is no way Joe Biden runs again in 2024, besides the fact that his poll numbers are completely disastrous. He is obviously suffering some type of mental problems. He's not what he used to be even five years ago. Physically, he looks weak. I mean, four years from now, the guy, or three years now, anyways, the guy's 82 years old. The chances of him rerunning and even making it through the second term are not real great, considering if you take into account average lifespan for a man, he's about there. So any day beyond that, I guess you're having a pretty good day. I, I, it's just not realistic. And again, his poll numbers are so poor that I think you could literally get a mannequin from Macy's and run it against them. And the mannequin would probably beat him out. Not to mention Kamala, you know, she ain't in the running because her poll numbers are even worse than Joe's. She's even less liked than Joe is. And you know, they were looking at her thinking, well, we got two things in the bag. She's a woman and she's black. Because that's that's how they play politics. That's what they think of. They're not thinking of best person for the job that's actually going to act as a president and care about the country and take care of business. No, no, no. They That's how Democrats are. We need to hit the checklist. She's a woman and she's black. So there it is. We're good to go for her. Unfortunately for them, nobody likes her at all. She couldn't even beat the old white guy during woke times to get the nomination for, to run for president. Now you think that she can actually go and be the lead Democrat coming up in 2024 and actually, you know, win the presidency, especially if she's up against Trump, you know, the way people are feeling right now, everybody's hurting everybody top to bottom. You're getting killed at the pump. You're getting killed in the grocery. You're getting killed in grocery stores, yes, but anything you're buying, anything online, everything is, is, is up. It's ridiculous. And some things much more than others. There are some things you buy, it just blows your mind how much they cost right now. Well, Joe Concha seems to think their best hope, and it would kind of make sense because she's popping up all over the place again, is Hillary Clinton. Oh my God. How dumb can we get? We're going to go round two, her and Trump. She actually stood a chance the first time because people, a lot of people were leery of Trump. They weren't sure about him. This businessman, TV actor, you know, guys cocky, nobody was really sure about him. The people like myself that were on the train from the beginning had different opinions than the majority of people that were just like, uh, I don't know, he'd be better than Hillary, but I don't know. Well, 
Back then, he didn't have a track record. Right now, Joe Biden is making Trump look like even more of a superstar than he already was. Showing how distinctly different the policies were. And we're all feeling it. So whether you liked him or not, whether his mean tweets offended you, and that's what really is jamming you up because you don't want to vote for him because, God, the guy's just so mean. He just says the meanest things on Twitter. Well, now you're seeing that the supposed nice guy, Joe Biden, because that's how they all like to portray Joe Biden. No, the Mr. Nice Guy. Yeah, well, Mr. Nice Guy's policies are really sticking it to you. So, I think most people at this point, I'd rather have a guy that's throwing out some reckless tweets every now and then, but at least our system is running right. We got plenty of energy. Inflation is at a 40-year high. So everything you're buying, like I said, is more expensive. Get all that brought back down, and we're living the good life again. The world's more secure. We're not on on verge of a World War III because of how Joe's just sitting back while China's looking at invading Taiwan, while Russia's looking at invading the Ukraine, and now Iran is threatening Israel. I mean, we're, we're more and more unsafe every day under this presidency. But because of all of that, it's highlighting what Trump did. You think people are going to want to go with Hillary, Darth Vader, Clinton? No way. She'll get hammered so much worse than round one. Round one, he beat her. And like I said, he was more of an unknown. He was a gamble. What are we gambling with? My gamble, to be honest with you, is when I looked at him, I was tired of all the nonsense in politics, I was tired of all the politicians. And when I looked at Trump, the first thought that came to my mind may not be the same one that came to yours, but I looked at him and goes, you know what? You can't buy that guy. He's got too much money. These politicians can't buy him. When you're worth $4 billion and somebody says, hey, we'll make this happen, man. We'll slide you $5 million. He probably looks at him and goes, I made that last month in interest. Well, I need your $5 million for So since I felt like you can't buy this guy, there's a really good chance he's going to fly straight and maybe he'll do some good stuff for the country. He did great stuff for the country. He was a great president against Hillary Clinton. Hillary Clinton, you think Joe's bad? You think who's running the show right now is bad? Joe ain't running the show, but whoever's running the show right now, you think they're bad? You put uh, Clinton in the house? Oh, good God. Scary. But they are betting that she's their best hope. And to be honest with you, they might actually be right. I don't see any other superstars in the Democratic Party. Why do you think they're flirting with the idea about running Joe again? Because there's really nobody else. Think about who their other big stars are. AOC. Oh, yeah, they're going to do well with that. Any of the squad members, oh, you're going to do real well with that. No one's going to bite on that because they were advocating for defund the police. Well, look, right now, if you look around the country, all the blue states that flirted with that idea and tried to put some uh, policies in place to defund the police are now refunding the police, trying to hire more police officers because they say they're tired of the lawlessness. Well, what did you think was going to happen? So those people, yeah, they're out. Unless Joe Manchin and Sinema are doing what they're doing to hold out 
to try to show that they truly are moderate because they're thinking they may be the presidential run or they want to do a presidential run, they got nobody. Tulsi Gabbard, maybe, if she wants to come back and run as a Democrat. Tulsi Gabbard, maybe. Um, I wouldn't be too scared of her. And the reason I don't think that she's even a thought in their mind is because she's not radical. So there, she's not what they want. They want like an AOC. It's just that now that they've tipped their hands and they've shown everybody that they're socialists and this is what they're going for, people are saying, that's not what we want. We're going to vote you out. So Hillary Clinton, being the moderate she has supposedly always been, the fact that she still has her wits about her probably is their best chance, not saying that she's going to win by any means, but probably the best chance because they don't really have any superstars in the party right now that are actually worthy of a presidential run that may actually challenge Trump if he decides to run. I thought that was a really stupid story. (laughs) I'm sorry. I just, I was like, what in the world? Hillary Clinton's coming back again. We're going for round two. What Trump's got a track record now, just like you do, Hillary. Your track record's way nastier than his. You got a whole lot of shady stuff going on with your family. I think Trump will be all right. All right. If you like what you're hearing, please rate and review me. If you'd like to follow me, Twitter at LJCONSERCRN. On Gab or Parlor, I am at the real Little Joe. On Cloud Help, I am at Little Joe CC. If you'd like to reach out to me, go to littlejoecc.com and you go to the contact section and send me a message. I hope you enjoy your Friday. You know, we're getting closer, about a week out from Christmas now. So have fun, get out there, do the shopping, listen to Christmas music, do what makes you happy, what's fun, spend time with the family. We'll do it again on Tuesday.